Hi, I'm Becca Leverman. I graduated high school and moved 3,000 miles away from home during a pandemic. Now that's not the full story, but it came with a lot of issues, mostly mentally and emotionally. What I've realized is this pandemic has caused problems in everyone's lives, and I think we should talk about it. Whatever you're dealing with, you aren't alone. Welcome to I've Got Issues. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. My name is Ali Chada. I'm 18 years old. I'm a freshman at Chapman with Becca. Um, I'm also from the East Coast. I'm from Connecticut, and I'm studying public relations and advertising. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing I like to ask everyone that's been on here was, what was your 2020 kind of like with transitioning from high school to the pandemic to college, all of that? So I went to a boarding school for high school, so I was already used to living away from home. Mm -hmm. So I feel like my high school to college transition was a little bit more fluid than other people's might have been. Mm -hmm. But I also did kind of get really attached to just being at home over quarantine because you know it was what five months being at home like with my family I just I loved that and so it was it was tough leaving that more than it was leaving home Mm -hmm. because I had already been at school away from home a little bit yeah um I don't know I had a a great start off to 2020 though I I loved (laughs) my boarding school so much I think January to like mid-March was a fantastic two months for me and I was so looking forward to the rest of senior year so I was I was really bummed out when everything went down because you know all those traditions and everything that you've just cherished and waited so long for is so out of your control and there's nothing you can do and just watch it slip away and I know that that's such a common thing for students everywhere feeling that now but it doesn't take away how like traumatic that kind of was you know and so I don't know. That was that was really tough for me. It was uh, accepting what I had lost from that. But, you know, in the scheme of things, everybody losing things from the pandemic was far worse. So, yeah, it was it was just an interesting little transition. Yeah. And it's me. important that we like we know that as high school seniors, we ha- we don't have it the worst off. But no we also way. are allowed to feel like. We did get gypped on some of those things that you're told to look forward to for four years. It's such a funny argument because I'll always be like, ah, class 2020 lost worse because they were, like, it was so out of the blue. It was so unexpected. Like, at least the 21 class, like, knew that they were losing their whole senior year. But then I'm like, oh, I'd rather have lost, like the end part than the whole thing, you know? So Well, and what I'm hoping they get is that since they know that they're going into the like the prom and graduation season with the pandemic, that they're finding ways to do it safely. safely. Yeah, Whereas and especially we were with just... vaccines and everything. Exactly. Hopefully things will be normal again. So. Whereas we were like thrown into it and we just kind of had to make up whatever was possible. And pretty much do nothing because that yeah. was at the time when you couldn't. You weren't even leaving your house. Yeah. yeah. Right. That was so crazy. Yeah. So how far away was your boarding school from home? It was like an hour-ish So traffic. did you go home a lot, or were you mostly at school for like the whole year? Yeah, I would um, go home a lot on the weekends. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'd take my friends home and go to like hometown parties and, you know, eat at our hometown chilies and whatever and just like <laughs> show them around Avon. But um, most of the time I was there on the weekends, but I would see my parents all the time. My mom would come on every Sunday and help me with my college mm-hmm. applications and bring me my clean laundry and take back my dirty laundry. <laughs> and so... 
I, I loved having my parents so close to home. And, like, if there was a night where I just wanted to go and sleep in my own bed, it was so easy for them to just come pick me up or go home with one of the other kids from my town, carpool yeah. and whatever, and go and just, like, sleep in my own bed and come right back to school mm-hmm. the next day. I mean, I started out as a day student, so yeah. I was used to, you know, still living at home while going there, but then eventually I transitioned into living on campus, and then I was still kind of living at home. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like your typical college feeling of, like, living two lives. Yeah. Because you're in two completely different places. I kind of was fluid between the two. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then when you went home for quarantine, you have siblings, correct? Yeah, I have an older sister. She's a junior at George Washington in D.C., okay. and a younger brother. He's a junior in high school. So, did they all come home, too, and were you... Yeah, all five of us were home. My grandma was home. She was in the town over from us, so we got to see her a good amount, too. But it was crazy at first because, <laughs> you know, my dad's a big germaphobe, and so it was like World War Three erupted in the yeah. house where my mom touched the sour cream to put it into the fridge before he desanitized it after coming back from the grocery store. So... Like, I feel like quarantine sort of brought out, like, the best and worst in families from yeah. being cooped up together for too long because, you know, my parents don't fight about real shit. They'll just fight <laughs> about touching the sour cream, yeah. you know? It's it's all so <laughs> stupid. And so we were kind of going nuts, but they're, they're a hoot and a half. I love them. So yeah. we, we had such a blast just spending time together and everything. Well, and that's one of the things that I said this last podcast, too, that... I'll always be thankful for is that I got to spend time with my family before I left for college. Like, right, got that, that too, that too. Yeah, it really did just sort of bring everyone together in yeah. a way that we could not have pictured happening. Exactly. And I think that's something special that, like, at the time I was kind of taking for granted, but now looking back at it, I'm really thankful for. Right, right, completely. And then you moved at the beginning of the semester. You didn't move halfway in like I did, correct? No, yeah, so I moved out here end of August, um, and I kind of had a crazy little roommate situation. My first roommate was from the Bay, and her family was affected by the fire, so she moved out for a family emergency, and then I got a second roommate. She was awesome. She's from Montana. We got along so well, but she was so homesick, so she moved back home. And then I was alone until riley moved in end of january yeah. so i had this little sick two-bedroom place to myself <laughs> for a good few months uh that that was hard i was not a huge yeah fan. i would say i'm more introverted than you and living alone can be hard sometimes would it's you say it was so really hard. hard for you it's so hard living alone like even if i'm not going out and doing stuff and seeing people every day at least having someone else in the like room to yeah. just talk to and be like hey good morning and have some type of interaction with yeah. is so beneficial for me totally yeah I, I feel that and I think it's fun when I was over here that night before we went on vacation we I was like I was sleeping on the couch and I thought it was so fun that you have your own space but if you need somebody you have somebody exactly and even if I didn't want my own space but didn't want to invade her space, I can just go, like, sit in the kitchen and yeah. eat. And if she wants to come out, too, she can. Exactly. It's just the, like, the freedom to kind of have yeah. that, you know? And something's always happening, too. Like, that night you stayed <laughs> over, I tackled our trash can and almost <laughs> broke my toe, you know? Like, there's always something fun going on when it's just not you. Yeah. You, know? you can kind of share that with somebody Well, else. and even if, like, you have a ton of friends here and all that, like, usually when you go home, it's night and then it's like eight o'clock and it's like well what do I do now whereas here you can 
hey, Riley, you want to watch TV? Like, literally, yeah. Like, sometimes it'll be, like, 10 or something, and I'm just watching Modern Family, and she'll come and she'll snuggle with me. We'll have dessert, and we'll put on a movie or something yeah. in bed, and it's, like, the most fun that <laughs> either of us have ever had. Yeah. So, yeah, no, completely. Would you want to live with more people than two, or do you like the balance of two or, like, fewer people? I think if everybody has their own room or own space, I wouldn't mind living with other people. I think just... Like, from what I learned at boarding school is living with a lot of people can be a lot really fast. And so if you don't have that space of your own to kind of go into escape to and debrief, it can be really overwhelming. I lived in a quad my senior year of high school. Um, It was two bedrooms, and then we shared a bathroom, and it was, like, connected by a hallway. It was actually really sick. It was a sick (laughs) layout. It was the coolest place in the whole whole boarding school by far. But, so, I just had one other roommate, but I technically had three, and we shared a bathroom and everything, and so, mm-hmm. it's, living with more people is definitely more fun, especially if you all are best friends and you get along, like we were, we were just, like, an endless sleepover every night, Yeah. but there's also a lot more drama and responsibility and definitely. energy that comes yeah. with it, too, so, sure. it's, it's a trade-off, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, I know you, this semester, got COVID. What was your experience with that? Um, I think I got it from my friend. I'm not going to say his name, but you know who you are (laughs) if you're listening. Um, And then we actually, I was at a bar and I was just started drinking and I was like, hey, these taste like water. Like these are going down so easy. So I kept going to the bartender. I was like, make something that's going to like screw me up, you know, like (laughs) make it strong. And I had like five drinks and then I was like, yeah, I can't taste any of this. And that was how I found out I had COVID. Yeah. Just because I got really drunk <laughs> from drinking what I did not think was alcohol, but actually was. That's kind of um, funny because Lauren, <laughs> Lauren has a similar situation where she, I'm pretty sure, got it from the same person. I'm pretty sure, but in different area. Uh-huh. And um, she was, someone brought her to tequila that night because they knew she wasn't feeling well and she was drinking it like water. And Literally, that's, that's how yeah, she found out. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, kind of funny, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so I was my roommate is uh, immune deficient, so she limited me to my bedroom and bathroom, and she would just bring me food and water and like leave it at the door. Like I literally could not leave this space. Yeah. So you know, being in a twenty by twenty room for fourteen days, it it's uh, it does something to a person. But I um. I moved that TV in here from the living room, mm-hmm. and that was how we <laughs> kept started keeping this in here. And um, I watched just about every show and movie you can possibly imagine, <laughs> and I did not get bored at all. It was also fun because Riley would be like, oh, like I'm going to make you a drink. Like Here's a new cocktail that I just made you. And it was, like, new, and then she put it outside the door, and I'd take it, and I'd think it's alcohol, and it's getting me drunk, but it's, like, kale juice. And she's like, oh, I just tricked you into drinking kale. Like, she played around with me since I had lost my, my taste and smell, but um, just normal symptoms were fine, though, yeah. you know, just kind of It's good down. that you didn't get too sick. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, it was fine. And did you, obviously, being stuck in here is not going to be fun. How did that take a toll on you, like, emotionally and mentally? Oh, God, it sucked. Oh, so bad. I just, I'm the type of person who needs interaction with other people every single day. And if I don't get that, I just like go into little depressive lows and just lie in bed all day. (laughs) But, um, I don't know, my friend back home, 
she got grounded one time and she was grounded for like three days literally and she had like a manic episode because she needs interaction yeah. she like needs people she would facetime me like every five minutes she's like i don't even need you to do anything i just need you to sit here sit on there. the phone with me and yeah. i was like wow and i totally <laughs> understood that once i was isolated i was just mm-hmm. facetiming a ton of people all the time and i was like i'm so bored like please just give me some type of interaction yeah. so it was it was tough for sure well and i know the times that I've hung out with you, I'm always so impressed with how you're able to just go up to people and talk to them. Like, you're oh, so thanks. interactive with everybody that, like, I would completely understand that, like, I was alone for 10 days, but I'm definitely more introverted than you, and that was hard, so I can understand right. how. it's so difficult. I know, I just like talking to people, random yeah. strangers, I don't care who, <laughs> I'll literally, I just need that, need yeah. that interaction. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, through that period, once you, like, got through having to sit here for two weeks what were some of the things that you did to like get yourself back into like the normal routine make sure you were having being healthy but also mentally healthy uh I didn't so (laughs) not the answer you were expecting I totally what did I do after oh I went to Vegas okay that was how I coped after <laughs> having COVID. I went to Vegas. Um, this kid that I met from Bumble, we hung out a few times, and he was going on a road trip, and so he went out to Vegas, and when he got there, he was like, oh, this is so boring. Like, you should be out here. Like, I'll fly you out. And I was like, eh, I don't really feel like flying. And so he drove back from Vegas to SoCal, um, stayed the night here, and then we both drove out in the morning the next day. Wow. Went to Vegas, spent the day-ish there, night there, hung out the next day, and then I flew home. Well, that's one way to do it. That was <laughs> one day to kick COVID in the ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. <laughs> Definitely different than my response, which was, like, going for runs. <laughs> I know, but I, I don't know, I did not get the Vegas experience I was hoping for, though. We did nothing. We literally, we got there, we went to the hotel, took showers separately, and then (laughs) got burgers, came back to the hotel, and went to bed. Literally went to bed. Like, this man did not touch me once (laughs) the entire trip. Um... So we went to bed. Next morning, we went to Area 51, which was, like, a, like one-second drive-by. We drove, like, two hours <laughs> to get there. And we went to the Hoover Dam. And then I flew home. And that was about it. Like, it was fun, but it was also, like, definitely like, not what it you was expected. like why did I go? Yeah. <laughs> you know? It was not what I thought Vegas would be. So I'm actually curious. You, your public relations mate? What's your Yeah, public, public relations and advertising. Okay. So how have you liked that and have you been doing schoolwork and like doing it online what is your feelings with all yeah, of that yeah i love it it is exactly what i want to study have you ever seen the show scandal i've seen parts of it okay as soon as i watched that show i was like this is what i want to do for the rest of my life like, it's just like <laughs> so sick not really in the political field yeah. as the show was but i kind of want to do something in the entertainment industry but yeah i love it i just love how it's so happening like it's Mm -hmm. always like whatever's current whatever's trending anything going on in the world like it's always there's always something going on you know and it's always new and exciting and it never gets boring it never gets old you're always interacting with people with new people young people old people everyone yeah and so I just love being able to have that networking and that connection aspect just interacting with people every single day and 
I also, I do like the idea of just being able to manage, like, someone's image. I feel like Mm -hmm. I have a good eye for, like, positive presentation on social media and that Mm -hmm. type of thing. So I feel like it just kind of naturally is something that I gravitate towards. Yeah. So, yeah, I've really been enjoying the classes. It's it's just, it's fun stuff. There's no major where you can just take your very first major-related course freshman fall and immediately, like start in the industry yeah and like, like it's, there's no background learning it's all exciting and so it's just it's been awesome learning it so far that's really cool yeah and have you gone to any in-person classes since Chapman's been open no I haven't been to an in-person class since February 28th 2020 yeah that was my last day of school before spring break and then we never came back from spring break so I literally have not been in a classroom in like fourteen so months. Long. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. it's crazy. Do you think that you're gonna have a lot more fun once it's in person, or do you like kind of like the online? I kind of like the online because I, if my class is ten to eleven fifteen, I am done at eleven fifteen. Yeah. I don't have to come back to my room. I'm already in my bed in my pajamas. <laughs> it is perfect. I can roll over and wake up at nine fifty eight and take my class. Um, but I also, again, you know, I hate being alone, yeah. so I, and I hate <laughs> being online, because I just get so easily distracted, my attention span mm-hmm. is so, so short right now, um, so yeah, it's definitely more fun in person, but I, I don't think it's more fun in person with restrictions, like, where everyone's, like, sitting around, spaced out, masks yeah. on, all that, I feel like it's only gonna be fun again once it goes back to normal. Yeah, because what you're getting from in person is... The interaction the with people. Yeah. And, and if like, you can't get that right now, and then like what's that's the point? so awkward with physical distance yeah. between you. Yeah, completely. Definitely. What would be something you would suggest as advice for others, for anyone like struggling, maybe going through COVID? Um, anything that you've kind of dealt with, what would be your advice for people going through something similar? Hmm. One, two, three, go. That is my biggest piece of advice. Anytime you want to do something, don't think about it. Just do it. Because, like, literally just do it. Because the second that you pass, like, that initial hesitation, you're never going to do it. Yeah. And you're just going to be living in fear. And I, I forget where I saw this. I think it was some TV show or something where this guy was like, oh, you know, I'm really nervous to kiss you, but I just go, one, two, three, go in my head, and I lean in and I go. And I was like, that's so, A, romantic, but B, (laughs) it's just like, it's a great mindset to have, you know, you just, you have a thought, you give it a little, okay, is this safe? Probably, if it is, then you go for it, you know, just, just do it, like, there's, there's so much more regret in life than there is with, like, oh, I wish I hadn't done that, you know, like, like, I'd rather just do something and have it go poorly than be like, oh, I should have done that. Yeah. I I don't, I don't want what ifs in my life. Exactly. You'd rather regret what happened than what hasn't happened that exactly. you wish happened. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And never knowing can be worse than, like, like, at least you, if you do something and it's like, oh, that probably wasn't that smart. Exactly. At least you know where Because then you can accept it and move on instead yeah. of pondering. Yeah. Exactly. Completely. Yeah. Good advice. And I feel like you live by that very well. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean... It's a blessing and a curse because I uh, don't have the most street smarts and my one, two, three, go just sort of goes off whenever I want it to. So, um, 
there's been times where, you know, it's 2 a.m. in New York City and I'm pissed drunk talking to an Elmo in a back alley. And there's other times where it's led me to incredible relationships. So it's hit or miss. (laughs) (laughs) So use with caution. Yes, yes. Well, you also, you have Riley to take care of you. Oh, because absolutely. Because she's definitely the mom. I need a mom, <laughs> yes. I always will. <laughs> well, thank you so much for Thank you for me having me. This was so fun. Yeah. And it's, it's let me more into your life, which I love. Right? I love knowing exactly. people's lives. Exactly, exactly. So. Well, that is the end of this week's episode. And just to let you guys know, I'm going to be taking a couple weeks break because of finals and moving and all of the stuff that comes with the end of the semester, that this will be the last episode for a couple weeks. But until then, you can always DM me on Instagram at I've Got Issues Pod. As always, I hope you have an amazing day and that you remember that you are not alone.